Right, so it's been about a week, I think, since we last recorded anything. It's been a week since I've been in here doing any work. Um, I can't remember where we're up to, to be honest, in the whole story of this refurb. I'll tell you what, Casey Neistat's got nothing to worry about because vlogging is not my wheelhouse. Um, but basically, not been able to do anything here for the past week because we've now got another project on the go running in parallel to this one. So basically, I, I won't bore you with the details of it here. Um, we will get to it, but we scored some funding from the National Lottery to do another project. Uh, so I've been busy putting all that together. Um, I'm not going to document that in the same way though, because basically it's an online project and everybody's going to be sort of working remotely. So it's, it's, there's, no, there's no sort of visual aspect to it really, at least not yet. But it is an interesting project, but that's sort of taking up my time as well now, which is inconvenient because I'm sort of chomping at the bit to get this place up and running and open and bringing some revenue in but what I do remember doing last time we recorded was telling you an outrageous lie <laughs> so basically I think last time it was struggling to figure out what it was that I was not liking about the layout and messing about with the furniture um, and I came up with a layout that I did like but I realized the thing I didn't like was the lighting in here. The lighting's disgusting. It's like medical light, lighting. Very stark, very office-like. Not the sort of place where you're gonna, not the sort of lighting that makes you feel relaxed and comfortable that you wanna eat under. And so, because I'd, I'd figured those two things out, I'd nailed the layout, I'd figured out what it, this sort of weird thing was that, I, that wasn't clicking for me. And I think I got a bit excited, a bit carried away. And I was like, oh my God, we're nearly there. Everything's done. And uh, no. No, everything's not done. So, um, there's still plenty to do down here. That's what I'm gonna be cracking on with today. So, I'm gonna show you what it is that, that still needs doing, basically. So, um, over here. So, well, tabletops for a start, they need doing. And I think I might have mentioned that they need doing, but I, I made it sound a bit easier than it's gonna be. So. Basically, I bought these tabletops and they're covered in vinyl and I was just going to stick some Fablon sticky back plastic that like would affect over it. Uh, nice and easy. But, yeah, they're too small. So, you can't tell on the camera. I've had to buy these bigger ones. In fact, let me just bung them in front of each other. That might make a bit more sense. So, God, this is not professional. I'm trying, I'm trying. So there you go, they are way too small. So the ones I've had made there are the actual cafe size table that we need. But the problem with them is they're just MDF and the, the edges are a bit rough. So they're gonna need sanding down. Um, yeah, they're gonna need sanding down. They're gonna need PVA, PVA glue, a layer of that put on. Uh, to give the sticky back plastic something to stick to uh, and then I've got to stick the plastic on and make sure it's all nice and neat which if it's anything like putting a screen protector on a phone <laughs> is going to be a disaster so that's going to stress me out I can't have any bubbles any creases anything like that it's got to look as perfect as possible and then once that's done they all need um, fixing to the 
tabletops. Then, I wish it was, I wish it was that easy. An even bigger job is, you see here, we've already got two tabletops there that put together will be the right size, but there's no legs and they need screwing together. So, the only legs I've got are these bar table legs, which are clearly way too tall. So for this one table, I've got to screw these two tops together, um, then I've got to put the fablon over them, then I've got to hacksaw these legs down to the right size, and then stick them under there. Um, then, what else? In fact, I'm going to try and... Hang on a minute, I'm going to show you all the crap I've got to put together. Right, so, we've got... Two toilet roll holders to go upstairs in the toilets. Uh, oh yeah, bathroom signs to go on the doors. Uh, one of the locks upstairs needs replacing. Oh, two of the locks upstairs need replacing. Two toilet flusher handles because can't flush the toilets at the minute. Uh, what's this? Uh, oh yeah, so these are these are brackets to fix all the tables together and some to fix the bar tables to the wall because they're a bit rickety. Hacksaw to chop the tables down. Oh god. And uh, oh, I forgot to mention this as well. So keep rabbiting on, rabbiting on about the lighting. So um, I looked into getting some diffusers to that just fit straight up there in the ceiling tiles but the cheapest i could find them was 25 pounds each and i've got 10 to do which is 250 quid and i'm not paying that just for some diffusers so far no i'm gonna make me own so i've got 11 meters of uh, diffuser material that they use in photography uh, and what i'm gonna do is I need to get the wood still, but I'm going to make my own little frames, uh, sort of like, um, sort of like painting frames. You know, we get painting; it's like a wooden frame, and the canvas is wrapped round it. Um, so that's basically what I'm going to do. I'm going to make some some frames like that, and instead of uh, like an art canvas on it, I'm going to wrap the diffuser around it. Then I'm going to stick magnets to it, and then hopefully it'll just clip to the ceiling lights um, and yeah it'll soften the lighting a bit and it'll make it look a bit more homely like little little square light shades hanging over these disgusting fluorescent tube lighting things. Um, oh and then this is the Fablon stuff. It's not technically Fablon, I can't think of the actual name for it. Sticky back plastic but that reminds me of Blue Peter. But there you go, sort of fake wood looking stuff and it's dead thin and flimsy i'm not convinced that it's gonna it's gonna work but it cost 60 quid so it better add so yeah that's all the little jobs i've got to do today so as i always say let's just crack on shall we
um, <laughs> turned into a bit of a thing this. So uh, I put the uh, I put the tables together, um, screwed the bases to the tabletops, and then put a, a coat of PVA glue on there. The reason I've done that, I don't know if I explained this, is because it's M I've got MDF tabletops, and basically I'm thinking when I put the sticky vinyl, the wood effect vinyl over it. I'm worried that the, the glue's just going to soak into the wood and then it'll slowly peel off over time. So I've sealed it with PVA, um, but just like the did the banisters and the, the door frames upstairs um, decided to paint those, because they were navy blue, they needed a coat of white paint over them first, otherwise the navy blue would come through the new paint. So I put one coat of white on. It wasn't enough the, the blue was still coming through that so i had to put another coat on and then i've started painting the gray over the white uh, i've done one coat of that just realized today that the white's coming through the gray so i've got to do a second coat of gray so four coats all together and um anyway i think the same thing's happening with these tables here so when you at the moment when it's like fresh it looks like it's covered quite well but then you see on these ones here the, some patches are just I mean it has to dry and be see-through but it just it doesn't feel any different and when I look at it close up it hasn't got a decent sheen on all of it so um, yeah same with this one this looks even worse um, so I'm not sure what to do about that I'm not sure whether that means I'm gonna have to do two coats of glue on all the tables or whether to just whether to just risk it and see what happens. This is one of those um, <laughs> be kind to future self moments, but I've done that much bleeding painting. I'm just bored of it now. It's really, really starting to annoy me. The thing with this is, see when I've been sort of editing these videos together, especially with the time lapse, it makes it look, makes it look easy. It makes like time fly by. Well, you know, of course that's what time lapse is supposed to do. But it makes it look like with the painting and stuff, you know, maybe I was doing it for like half an hour, an hour or something like that. I think I've put in maybe six or seven hours so far on the, the painting, on the banister and the door frames. And that's just taken like an hour and a half. So, I don't know. I don't know what I'm going to do. Right, so while I'm waiting for the tables, the glue to dry on those tables, I'm gonna have a crack at this. So basically, I need to cut those bar table legs down to the same size as these cafe tables. Now, ideally, I'd get this done professionally, but I'd go to like a, a metal cutters or whatever, um, because I've cut metal before with a hacksaw and it's an absolute nightmare to get a straight cut. And if I don't get a perfectly straight cut, when I bolt the top back on, the top of the table is going to be wonky. Um, like I say, it's hard, it's hard enough to get, get it right when you've got the right equipment. I mean, to be fair, this is one of the few things I've actually splashed out on. It cost about 20 quid, that hacksaw. It's supposed to be top of the range. Usually I'd spend like three quid on something like that. But I bought a decent hacksaw to try and get a decent cut. But I haven't got a workbench. I can't afford a workbench. I don't know anyone anyone that's got one. I've asked around to, to, to clamp the leg down properly while I do it. So, <laughs> I'm just, I'm completely winging it, like I have been doing all along, but this is one of those where, if I balls it up, 
I mean, there's there's no way of replacing the table leg, but yeah, there's not much else I can do. So yeah, let's have a go. See how it goes. Right, so I just want to jump in quickly here. So for any DIY folk that are watching this and thinking, what the hell are you doing on that ladder? That's ridiculous. Uh, I admit it might look ridiculous, but it's actually, it's actually not as ridiculous as it might appear. It's working. Not that I know what I'm doing. I am winging it, but on this occasion, I think I'm winging it in the right direction. So basically, add it down on that chair because I haven't got a workbench. I started cutting it. And as soon as I was cutting, I knew I wasn't going to get a, a straight cut all the way through. Although I have to say, that saw is amazing like i was a bit reluctant to fork out 20 quid um but yeah i mean i, I do a bit of diy myself believe it or not and uh, i've got a hacksaw at home a cheap one and that just feels completely different so i'm i'm sold maybe when it comes to tools and stuff that are actually an investment maybe being a skinflint isn't isn't the best approach but anyway regardless of the saw the saw is amazing because I haven't got the, the workbench to clamp it down, do it properly, I just knew I could feel it wasn't gonna go right. So what I decided to do instead, instead of trying to go right through with the saw, instead I've decided to just sort of, see if I can show you this. I've decided to just sort of, is that gonna focus? No, oh there we go. I've decided to just score it all the way around and just go nice and slowly along the edge of the masking tape and I think that way, I mean, I've even, even went a bit skew if there by a millimetre or so. But I think if I just keep scoring it round and round and round like that, that's going to give me the best chance of um, getting a clean cut on, on the first go. I can't afford to get this wrong. So, um, you know, rather than just try and rush through, get it done in five minutes, I don't care if this is going to take me a full hour, just slowly scoring it until it, until it falls in half. Um, I think... I think I've done it, I think I've got away with this. I'm chuffing myself. Well, let's not speak too soon. I will be chuffing myself if it works out. Let's, let's see if it works out first. Right, so that's that done. I don't know if you can see, when you roll it, there is a slight kink in it. It's not perfectly straight. Um, I've just tested it then when I put it put the tabletop on it it is a little bit skew if but it's way better than if I'd have just tried cutting straight through in one go with a hacksaw so and the other thing is you can't really tell from here but the bases of the stools have actually got like little screws on so you can adjust for like wonky flooring and stuff so I think I'm gonna get away with it um, which is a relief so I just need to cut that second one now um, the only problem is I think that took about 20-25 minutes to cut through that one and obviously the blade is going to be much blunter <laughs> than it was when I first started and I haven't got a spare one so um, yeah I won't bore you with another video of me cutting the second one I'm just I'll get that cut and then I'm going to try putting the tables together right there you go both cut now I actually nailed it better the second time around so this is the first one just about stands up a bit dodgy this one look look 
no movement in that one at all. Nailed it. So now I just need to chuff with that. <laughs> so now I just need to cut these, um, oh, again, sorry DIYers, I'm gonna call them screwy things down. <laughs> need to get them cut down um, and then attach them to those floating tabletops. winging it enough. Um, I'm at the point now where I'm trying to screw the table base to the tabletop and uh, the screws that I bought to do that with, um, again, just not being meticulous enough, they're, they're long enough but the head of the screw, if that I'll focus on it, uh, the head of the screw is too small so basically it's just going straight through the hole, it's not holding the base on at all. So then I've gone scrounging around the building, seeing what I can unearth, uh, and then I found these screws. So the head on those screws is perfect, it's wide enough, but the screw itself isn't long enough. So then I've done a bit more scrounging, uh, and I found these screws. So these will do it. Now I need, uh, what is it, eight per table. I've only got six screws in total. Uh, and the way I've managed to get them to actually fit is they are a little bit too long the, the the end of it is going to poke out of the top of the tabletop so I've had to snip the ends of the screws off with a, a pair of pliers which is harder than you'd think um, but they're they're just about perfect now but I've only got six of them so I'm going to put three on each table for now um, and then I'll have to go to the, the shop and buy the rest and do them on another day because otherwise it just means skipping another job for the day and I, I can't keep skipping jobs I'm, I'm losing enough time as it is so winging it again for now and uh, we'll do it properly at a later date them done. The legs have been cut down and uh, the tabletops have been put on and they are almost exactly the, the same height. They just need um, sort of fastening together and they can make up for the, the unevenness with the, the feet on the table legs. Um, but I did get carried away so I was thinking I did them four tabletops before um, and I've just done these ones but completely forgot these ones here, these uh, the bar, bar stools, bar tops, them table tops aren't screwed to the bases and I haven't got enough screws to do it now anyway. I haven't got the energy either actually. I don't know if you can, if you can see that all my palms and my hands are all swollen up now from snipping the, the ends off the screws with the pliers, especially that one that's going purple here. Um, so I ain't, I ain't got it in me for doing any more screwing and drilling and all that nonsense anyway. So the next thing I wanted to do was to get the, the vinyl, this stuff, put on these tables. Um, but a couple of problems. There's always problems where I'm concerned. <laughs> so the first is 
I went, I got onto the phone to the, the people I bought this off. I got on the phone to them. I just wanted to double check that, because that MDF that, that I've used for them tabletops, like sponge, just soaks everything up. And I put this one coat of PVA glue on to seal it. So I thought, I'll just ring and check and said, you know, I've, I've PVA sealed it. Is it going to be okay? Do I need any extra glue or whatever? And the woman said, how many coats did you give it? And I said, one. And she goes, you're probably best giving it another coat. <laughs> so yeah, I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna have to do that because I can't. I haven't got the time or the patience for this to, to go wrong. So my hands are a mess anyway. So painting is um, all I'm fit for for the rest of the day anyway. So I'm gonna give all those tables another coat, and then I'm gonna. Um, I don't. Luckily, I don't have to do it with this table. This is already um, already nicely sealed. Just need to clean it. But the other problem is this is my skin flintness coming to bite me in the ass again um i've not given myself any leeway with a vinyl i've gone and bought of course i have exactly the right amount to cover all these tabletops with absolutely no extra whatsoever so it would it would have been better of me to buy an extra tabletop's worth to practice and mess about and get it wrong but no i'm not giving myself any leeway so this has to go perfect first time or it's going to be a balls up. So this should be interesting. given those four tables the second coat of PVA and I've caked it on this time so there should be no excuses they're not having a third coat I don't care if it looks patchy um, so while they're drying I'm gonna have a crack at putting this sticky back plastic stuff fablon vinyl fake wood whatever you want to call it um, I've watched some YouTube videos I'm fairly confident I can do it um, Bit panicky about the corners, that seems to be the dodgy bit. But um yeah, we'll have to see how this goes. So I've washed everything down, dried it. Apparently that's all the prep I need to do. And uh yeah, let's see how this goes. Right, there we go, that's one done, so that's sort of before what it did look like, that's what it looks like now. Um, I've got to say, I am sort of impressed with the finish, I did think when I first saw it on the roll, I thought it just looked like some sort of, I don't know, tacky 80s fake wood, um, I mean that's essentially what it is really, maybe you think it still looks like that, but I think now it's on the furniture, um, I like it. Um, I think I've done a pretty, pretty decent job. I'll tell you what, though, it was a pain in the ass to put on. Um, 
what I didn't expect with it, it's super thin, real fragile. It's almost like cling film. Um, I don't know if you can see on this little this little bit here. Um, I sort of creased the vinyl over on itself, um, and it's created like a, a permanent scratch in the surface. But um, yeah, other than that, not too bad. I think I've done the. There's a couple of ways you can do the corners on these things. One is you can sort of heat it up with a hairdryer and bend it round, and I just I can't be asked with that. So I've just just done done it, cut it with a Stanley knife. It's left a bit of a sharp edge on it, but tough. And then underneath, this is going to bug me. This is just me being a pedant. But if you notice on that side, it's like a thin overlap, and on that side, it's thick. So I know it's going to look under the table. I know, but I'll know it's there. So I need to think of some sort of get some sort of tape to just put a frame around it and neaten it all out. Um, and that's about it. I think it's uh, yeah. It's not bad, not bad for a first attempt. So I'm confident now, I reckon I can get all the, the rest done um, neatly. Um, but I have to say, that took like half an hour and I've got one, two, three, four small tables and then the four big tables left. So I mean, even if, you know, I get a bit of speed up half an hour reach, that's still what, one, two, three, four hours worth of work. So, Better get on with it, eh? Alright, more problems. So, I've started putting the vinyl wrap on these MDF tabletops. And, I don't know if you can see, or you can see, and think the camera's quite forgiving. It always looks worse in real life, but it, I mean, it even looks terrible on camera. It's just highlighting and showing up every little imperfection all the way across. So, sort of in contrast to these that were already vinyl wrapped, putting the, the vinyl on these, these are perfectly smooth and they look amazing. And this just looks horrendous the shit thing is the MDF by itself is perfectly smooth but it's like a porous surface so you can't just put the the vinyl on top of it because it'll soak the glue up and it won't stick properly so you have to put this PVA sheen on it which is you can see here the shininess but in putting the PVA on it it sort of it sort of fossilizes every brush stroke in the glue and then that just shows up in the surface and you see there it's, that's where like uh, a bristle's come off the brush dried in the glue I've picked the bristle out but it's sort of fossilized in the glue there and I hate it I hate it I don't like it at all but I'm stuck now because I've spent the money on these ta these tabletops to replace those tabletops because those tabletops are too small. I mean, you can see here, I've been reconsidering whether it's worth it, but the it's more like a one and a half tabletop. It's thinner than two chairs together, and it just, for a, ta for a, a table for four people, everyone's just be too cramped on it. It's too, it's too uh, narrow, and from both sides as well. And so, 
when you've got one of them with all the chairs around it, I could put I could put the vinyl on this and it'd look amazing. But it's too small. If you, you put four seats around that, it looks ridiculous. So I've got these ones cut to be the right size, but they look ridiculous because of the crap surface. <sighs> I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. Right, so I've decided, I'm shooting on my phone by the way if this looks a bit crap because I've still got the, the, the time lapse running on the camera. I've decided to just carry on wrapping the MDF tabletops. So even though they look crap with a vinyl on, I think it's the best decision because the way I've weighed it up is when people sit down in the cafe, what's worse, like sitting down and feeling like, oh my God, this is a bit cramped and uncomfortable or oh, look at these tables, they're a bit bumpy. Do you know what I mean? It's like a comfort thing versus aesthetics. And, well, that makes the answer sort of obvious, really. You don't want people coming in here and being uncomfortable. Um, if it looks a bit ugly, so be it. Do you know what I mean? Um, and maybe when I've sorted these light, this lighting out and softened it a bit, it'll be a bit more forgiving on the way the tabletop looks. So, <sighs> yeah, let's carry on. Oh, by the way, I'm recording on my phone again if the sound is a bit rubbish because it's a lot of ass will keep switching between vlogging and time lapse on that camera setup over there. And I tell you what, if I can improve the sound, I might switch to doing all my vlogging on my phone because, uh, yeah, it's a lot less messing about. But anyway, a, a, a bit of good news, I suppose. So these, I mean, you can see the imperfections in these tables quite clearly. However... This table here, this was the first one I did, and it turns out that that was the worst table. So the other three aren't actually quite as bad as that one. Um, so they'll they'll do for now. Um, so I didn't think I was going to be able to do these three tables today because I'd run out of screws. But the more rooting I keep doing around in this place, I keep unearthing all sorts of interesting artifacts. But here we go, I found some. The only problem is they're uh, a little bit too long. So let me just quickly show you. You put them in there and they go right to the surface. So, like the other ones, I'm going to have to snip the ends off them. And uh, my hands were a mess before, so I'm having to resort to doing it with my doing it with my feet so right so there we go screw in the plier <laughs> pliers put it down there and then use my big fat ass to apply some weight to it and oh. 
Uh, now the screw's gone somewhere. Uh, <laughs> oh, there it is. <laughs> so, there you go, look at that. The end snipped off nicely, so that won't quite reach to the surface on the table anymore. Um, so, there's uh, eight screws per table, so I just have to do that 32 more times. <laughs> right, there we go. That's all the screws done, all the uh, the ends snipped off nicely. There we go. So I only end up doing ended up doing 12 in the end because I'm thinking surely four per table is plenty. So oh, and by the way, just so you know, um, this isn't just me being a skinflint, you know, because I'm sure some of you are watching this thinking, bleeding hell, lad, can you not just get some of the right size screws and save yourself some time? Um, a part of it's me being a skinflint, because I do like to save money and that, but th the main reason I'm being that fussy is I think I've pro probably only got about two weeks worth of work left here before we can start thinking about opening, and like what are we now like beginning of October the Covid cases are arising pretty steeply as well um, and so I'm just trying to minimize contact with people trying to not go out and because I'm, I'm, I'm all up in here all by myself it's nice and quiet I don't, don't have any contact with anybody and so I think the, the last thing I need is to get sick and so the way I'm gonna end up doing that is by going out going to shops standing in queues and what have you and uh, I just I just rather not do that and so yeah, just being a little, being a little parsimonious, and yeah, not just a total skinflint. Like I said before, there is a method to my madness. Uh, but anyway, let's let's crack on and get these last three tables done because th that's it. That's all the vinyl work done. Then uh, and then I can start unwrapping the chairs, putting all the tables in place, and yeah, start making it look like an actual cafe. Right, there you go, all nine tables done. Taking me five and a half hours, believe it or not. Um, I did stop for 15 minutes to get something to eat, but yeah, five hours just to do that. And look at the place now, it's a bleeding tip. So, uh, what's next? I think next, I need, well, I need to get tidied up, <laughs> clearly. But I'm, uh, yeah, I'm gonna get putting the place back together. Um, so I'll get the tables put in place, I'll get all the um, wrapping taken off the chairs. I'm going to try and put everything together now so it's back to sort of a bare bones cafe. And then I think the next job is these. So I've got to make some sort of square lampshade type things um, that I'm cobbling together myself. Uh, basically a wooden frame with some diffuser over it that's going to be stuck to them with magnets and hopefully make the lighting a little less harsh and um, yeah a bit more homely
Right, so I think probably about 6,000 times over the course of this refurb, I've said, all right guys, we're almost there, we're nearly there, a final furlong, like 95% of the way there. And uh, I think I was just sort of trying to be optimistic, uh, or just lying, really. But this time, we are 95% of the way there. So let me give you the final guided tour before we stick all the equipment in. So, there we go. Nice, clean cafe shop ready to go. What I might do is sort of intersperse some shots of the virtual plans that we put together just to show you what the, the vision was and how it panned out. Don't worry about all that crap up there, that's just, that's the needs to go back home table. Um, but yeah, there you go. chuffed with it finally I'm starting to feel yeah a bit more optimistic about it all there is a few little details that need to be taken care of so like these I need to put all these seat cushions on they just sort of um, make these metal chairs feel a bit more thematic I guess and then you see there like I've got wonky tables that need sorting um, some of the feet I've got like some of the wrapping still stuck on them on the chairs there's a few random stickers, cellar tape on the floor, things like that. Oh, I need to bolt the tables to the walls, but I'm not gonna bore you with all that stuff. It's not very interesting. Um, I've still as well, I've got, got to move all this crap out of this room. I think at one stage, didn't we get this nice and empty? <laughs> and I filled it up with crap again. Um, and then there is the Still got to finish off upstairs, like the doors are stuck, still haven't put the doors back on, I've not quite finished the painting. But I'm bored of that. To me that's sort of detail work, so I'm not, I don't think I'm going to bother filming any more of that. It just makes everything um, harder than it needs to be. So, say we're 95% of the way in here, the, the final 5% is sorting them lights out. Um, so I need to make some diffuser shades for them. So. Uh, I'm going to explain this. So, basically, I needed to make a sort of... The, the idea I came up with, so I think I've said, these sort of plastic diffusers for these lights, it's just a sheet of square plastic, 60 by 60 centimetres. They're like 25 quid each. Um, I don't know if it's just me being bad at sourcing stuff, but I couldn't find them any um, cheaper than that. So if I have to make my own, so the way I've decided to do it was um, sort of make a, similar to a painting canvas, an art canvas, but so I'll make a sort of wooden frame and then wrap this photography diffuser material around it. And uh, luckily I was able to get these, because the lights are, lights are 60 by 60, so I was able to get these 60 centimetre long pine pieces of wood pre-cut off ebay packet of 40 of them which is perfect because i've got 10 lights to do um, and so my original idea based on the art canvases was to sort of cut the ends off at a 45 degree angle that's what i bought that mitre template thing whatever they're called for 
um, and then staple the corners together. But I didn't know if I could be asked because what is it, 40 pieces times eight times two corners, so 80 corners. And I just thought, you know what, I'm gonna have a crack at just being lazy. And uh, one of the few occasions where being lazy has actually paid off. So all I've done is I've just stapled the corners straight together. Um, I've done it on both sides as well. And I mean, you see that's, yeah, that's decent enough. I mean, it doesn't need to be um, structurally amazing or anything because all that's going to happen is it's I'm gonna once I've put the diffuser over the frame and stick a, a magnet in each corner and then it just hangs up there covering the light so fairly simple and um, so that's well I say it's simple and I'm hoping it's gonna work um, so I'm gonna I'm, rather than get like a production line going and make all ten I'm gonna do one and try it see whether it all works out and if it does then I'll get the other nine made right there you go so that's the final product so as you can see just wrap the diffuser around the frame stapled it in place stapled the corners up um, glued some magnets one in each corner um, and that's it I've actually tested it yet put it up there uh, the only thing that's a bit crap is the diffuser came just sort of folded up in a bag and it would have been better if it was rolled because it's left these creases in it which I mean I could I suppose I could take it home and try ironing it but I just haven't got the time I'm sick of the messing about maybe I can steam it later I might take the creases out or maybe I'm just being pedantic as usual but um, yeah it's not great but hopefully it'll uh, look better than that. <laughs> Let's try it. <sighs> oh god. What could go wrong? Oh, well the magnets are working. It's a good start. Satisfying click. Uh, I've got to say, I don't know that it's made any difference. <laughs> Maybe I need to, I've only, of course I've only done one and I'm, I'm going up against what 10, 12, 14 other lights here. But even in this corner, Oh God, those magnets definitely work. Yeah, there's, there's something. You can just tell in that corner a little bit, but it's only very subtle. But I'm hoping another eight, nine, ten subtles added together will um, equal something decent because just based on that as usual I don't know if I'm happy there you go so you see the difference so that's what it looked like before 
and that's what it looks like now. Right, uh, another job done, but which took way longer than I expected it to. Um, so I've done, I wanted to do 10 panels. I've done, I had material for nine, but I've only done eight. Um, so a couple of reasons. The first reason is I just I didn't want an odd number of panels. Oh my God, I'm knackered. I'm gonna have to go home in a minute. So I didn't want an odd number of panels for a start, uh, but mainly, what I figured is, so I said before, this panel I've done up here, I'm not sure that it's taken the edge off quite enough for me. It's weird, it seems to have, um, it's almost like, it seems to have changed the, the quality of the light, but not the brightness of it, if that even makes sense. Um, it makes sense standing here. So I'm thinking, I'm gonna, put all these panels up in a minute, I haven't actually tested it, um, but I'm thinking if it doesn't take the edge off quite enough, if it doesn't dim the lighting enough, all I need to do to sort of further dim the lighting is just cut out another um, piece of, just buy some more diffuser, cut another piece out and just lay it in there, it doesn't need to be glued or stapled on the same way, and because it's just on with these magnets, I can just take them off and put them back on and adjust it to however I need it to look. So um, I might even as well, because even the possibility of buying that sort of photographic film stuff, so I could even put like a, a layer of the orange clear film in there to completely change the, like the nature and the brightness of the lighting. So that's pretty good. But anyway, so I, I, I didn't do that ninth panel because it leaves me some diffuser left over to sort of experiment with. So um, anyway, let's let's get them tested now and uh, see what it looks like. Right. There we go, I think I've done it. Um, I'm pretty sure I've done it. I haven't checked the before and after on the time lapse, but I can I can definitely tell um, a difference. I'm knackered, <laughs> I barely even speak. Um, yeah, it's just taking the edge off. It doesn't feel like a hospital waiting room anymore. It's not, but it's not overdone it either. It's a nice subtle change, it's not too bright, it's not too dark. Um, and actually running out of material is actually served me pretty well I think because um, see here that's where the last two are just before the table there um, so 
the lighting's still nice and bright in this middle section where everyone grabs the food, uh, which is probably a good thing. You want to see what you're eating, you know, whether there's any airs in it or dust on it or whatever. There won't be in our cafe, of course, but you want to see, as a customer, you want to be able to see what, you know, the quality of the food that you're picking up. Um, same for the retail section, that's nice and bright, so all the stock will be sort of nicely lit up. But then from here onwards, um, yeah, here onwards, the lighting is just a bit more subtle and I just think it feels a bit more relaxing for somewhere to come and yeah relax and eat food and it's called the retreat after all so um so yeah I'm, I'm pretty chuffed with that it's it ended up costing me like 40 quid 45 quid to do that instead of like 250 to just buy the diffusers um I don't know, sometimes I just wonder whether it's worth spending the extra money just to save the time and the energy. Because uh, I'm goosed. I know I should be feeling like more and being more enthusiastic and cheerful about this because this is officially the end of stage two and start stage three now. So stage one was bringing it up to a nice clean empty shell. Stage two was bringing all the furniture in and getting the lighting sorted. Um, stage three was to bring in all the, the cafe equipment, the plates, the, the cups and everything and get the um, retail section stocked up, uh, bring the cash register in and get ready for opening. Um, and I should be all cheerful and excited, but I'm just tired, I'm starting to feel ill, tired. So uh, I'm gonna go home, well, I'm gonna clean up first because we're gonna muck the place up again, but I'm gonna get cleaned up and I'm gonna go home, get some sleep, maybe have a day off and then crack on with uh, yeah, stocking the place up and getting ready for opening. So, I'll see you on the next video.